welcome to the Broadcast Storm, episode number 123. First look at Cisco Modeling Labs. Hey everybody, this is Kevin, and in this episode of the Broadcast Storm, I wanted to chat with you about my first impressions of Cisco's recently released replacement of viral. It's called Cisco Modeling Labs, or CML for short. Now, prior to this recent release, there was a very expensive version of CML that's been around for years. But recently, Cisco came out with what they're calling the personal version. In fact, some of the literature refers to it as CML personal. Other literature might call it CML 2.0, or 2.0, my guess is. It refers to what the new version of viral would have been, because this is the replacement for viral. And it costs the same as Viral did, $199, and that gets you a one-year license. And I've been working with CML from the day it first came out, and I've discovered some really cool things about it, and a few things that aren't quite perfect yet. And I thought in this podcast episode, I would kind of go down a listing of pros and cons, and at the end give you my overall recommendation as to whether or not you should replace Viral, because my Viral license is still valid for a while, should you replace Viral with CML. First up, I think installation is easier than it was with Viral. Now, my installation was on VMware Fusion running on Mac OS, and there are two files that you download. There's an OVA file, which gives you your virtual machine, and then that virtual machine is going to boot off an ISO file, like a DVD. So you boot your OVA VM off an ISO image. And I've been using Viral since it first came out, and periodically, it would say that it could not reach the licensing server, and I would have to go around and play through some of the submenus to get things working again. Well, I haven't run into an issue like that with uh, Cisco Modeling Labs. Also, you no longer need to have the VM Maestro app to set up your topologies. Instead, there's a web interface that lets you drag and drop your topologies. And also, if you use your own terminal program and you don't use the one that's built in, and I prefer to use my own terminal program. I just use the terminal app that comes with Mac OS. But what you can do is you can do a secure shell. You can SSH into the IP address of the CML server. You log in as the admin user. Then you type in list. And it's going to give you a listing of virtual networking devices that you've got running. And there's going to be a lab ID associated with each topology. And within each lab ID, there's a node number like N0, N1, and so on. And then there's a port. And on a device like a server, there's only one port. But on something like a router where you've got both a console and an auxiliary port, you've got two ports, numbered 0 and 1. So you would say open space forward slash. You would give the lab ID. You would say forward slash. You would give the node ID and a forward slash and give the port. And I love the Linux servers that you can drag and drop into your topology. They're very lightweight Linux servers that don't take a lot of resources. And I love how easy it is to get out to the internet. You can drag and drop a cloud icon into your topology, and that cloud icon is going to do natting between the topology that you just created on screen and the rest of your network. It's going to bridge with your computer's network interface card. So it's super easy to, for example, connect a switch to that cloud and then connect a router to that switch or a Linux machine to that switch. And you can get IP addresses via DHCP. And within just a matter of a minute or two, you can be out on the internet. However, this is version 2.0 and not 2.1 yet. So yes, I did run into some things that I didn't think were quite perfect yet. Probably the biggest issue I've run into is processor utilization. When you go into the web interface for your lab manager, it shows what your processor utilization is. And if I'm loading maybe a couple of topologies at once or a topology with lots of devices, 
it spikes. I mean, it can get over 99% utilization and stay there for a while. And even if it doesn't get that high, there's a message that comes up in the lower right-hand corner of the screen that says booting your devices has paused because of high processor utilization. I didn't have that sort of an issue with viral. And my computer should have enough horsepower to handle that. It's a Mac Mini, but it's running a Core i7 processor. It's got 64 gig of RAM. I've got two terabytes of flash storage. And when I provisioned the CML virtual machine, in the beginning, I gave it 16 gig of RAM and I gave it four cores and I had all those processor issues. So I thought, well, let's just bump up the specs because after all, I've got a powerful underlying computer that this is running on. So I bumped up the CML virtual machine to 24 gig and I bumped up the cores from four to six, I couldn't tell a difference. It was still spiking out my process utilization and it was causing delays. In fact, the worst issue was during a live class the other day, I was getting ready for another live class coming up the following day and I had 16 network devices running, 16 VMs running. And the license is for 20. So I had a few to play with, I thought, and I was gonna demonstrate to my class that day how you could easily get out to the internet with this new CML. So I was gonna do something like add a cloud, add an unmanaged switch, which doesn't take up a license by the way, and maybe add a router or a Linux server. Well, as I added that very small topology, and I should have had licensing to do that, I should have had one or two licenses left over in fact, but after a couple of minutes, nothing had booted up yet. It was just spinning like, okay, we're booting. And it was giving me the message that it's paused because of high process utilization. So I went on and we discussed something else in class and I came back about 10 minutes later, still nothing had booted. So I just had to, had to give up on that one. And another issue I've had is, remember I said we could give the list command and it would list out all the different VMs. Well, there's a label for each machine and it's whatever label you give it in the topology. So if I create a topology with five routers, R1 through R5, normally when it boots up, I'll see the label. And when I'm doing my connection to a router, I'll know that, oh, this is to R2 or this is to R5 because that label shows up in the output of the list command. However, there have been a few times when that node label was blank. I couldn't tell what router I was connecting to. That was an issue. So what I had to do was restart the topology. And every time I did that, it seemed to be okay. But that is a little bit of a glitch I think I've run on. And I'm not the only one. I was telling my class about this issue the other day. And one of those students, they said, yep, they experienced exactly the same thing. Those node labels had disappeared on them too. But by far the biggest issue I've had is with the processor utilization. However, I have the choice right now of using either viral or CML because my viral license is still valid for a couple more months. But I'm choosing right now when I do live classes or when I'm developing my video training, I'm using CML. I think it is better than viral. I've had less issues with it, even though I've had some, I've had less issues than I've had with viral. And I think it's very much worth the $199 per year license. I love all the different networking devices it comes with. You've got different flavors of Linux boxes and the same sorts of things you had with viral as well. You've got your Nexus switches, your cloud services router, your iOS XR, your regular iOS. You've got a virtual adaptive security appliance. So I'm really happy with the library of equipment that they give you. And if you're considering buying some actual gear versus an emulator such as Cisco Modeling Labs, personally, if you're going for your, let's say, CCMP Enterprise certification, 
My recommendation would be to go for the Cisco Modeling Labs. I think it's going to be more cost-effective for you, and you'll be able to create much more robust topologies than you would for the same money if you tried to buy off of eBay some used equipment. So bottom line is, I'm a big fan. I recommend it. And on that note, we'll wrap up this episode, and I look forward to spending time with you again on the next episode of The Broadcast Storm. Broadcast Storm.